Hi, I'm Krista. Welcome to Dumb Hot Mom. What is up? Hello. Welcome back to Dumb Hot Mom. Thanks so much for being here. I'm Krista, and I am a new dumb hot mom. (laughs) You can follow along as I figure out this new role of parenting and mamahood. You have a front row seat to the dumbness and the cluelessness and the the excitement. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say there, but you know what? Lucky you. Front row seat to all of that. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day to all of the mamas out there. The human mamas, the fur mamas, the wannabe mamas. Oh, that's so hard. Actually, last Mother's Day, one year ago, was one of the hardest days of my life, honestly. It was so hard. So I just, oh, just big, big old hug to anyone who's hurting on this Mother's Day. For whatever reason, it can be a hard day. I love you. Big old hug couple of announcements before we kick off Dumb Hot Mom Moments. The podcast is now on Amazon, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Woo! <laughs> it's not like not like a great amazing feat or anything. I just clicked the right buttons, so not too big of a deal, but we're celebrating. Oh, another reason to celebrate. Announcement number two. My baby sweet, tender, sweet, perfect little angel baby girl is reaching. She's reaching and figuring out how to grab. And she's got the cutest little concentration face where her eyes kind of cross. And it's so cute and so sweet. And I just didn't realize how hard reaching was or grabbing. And I knew that babies had to learn everything. But babies have to learn everything. It is nuts. And their little minds and bodies and brains are so amazing. Anyway, good talk about my sweet little girl, but I guess we'll move on. Big week for a little Charizard though. Okay. Next amount, next announcement, announcement. That was weird. Next announcement. I am confused about lemonade. I am confused. It looks cool. It looks like a digital magazine, which I love. And today we're actually going to talk a little bit more about my obsession with magazines. But so in theory, it looks cool, but I can't find anyone I know. And everything that's posted is kind of weird. And there's like everyone's on it, but like nobody's on it. And I can't find anyone that I like or would like to follow, like even stars or, you know, like influencers, like none to be found. I don't know. Maybe I have like a weird setting on. I don't know. But if, if you're on Lemonade, will you, will you add me? Also, let me know if Lemonade is dead already. I've heard rumors that it like had like a little tiny flare and now it's dead already, but let me know. I, I am really terrible at staying on the trends, but I want to know. So let me know. Thank you. Lastly, and arguably most important, Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers are one cent at Wendy's. Yeah, one cent. They're free. They're they're basically free. And it's to celebrate National Hamburger Month 
So all of May, you can go get a JBC for one cent at Wendy's. And I was actually going to, I was actually going to test this out before I said this. And I drove by and the line was so long. So I didn't because I didn't have time, but that's a good sign, right? That there's a long line because there's one cent junior bacon cheeseburgers. So yeah, I don't know why they're not advertising it more. I mean, I guess I know why, because we would eat them out of house at home. But if it is true, go get yourself a little mama prize, a little mama prize lunch at Wendy's. Let's see, trying to think if there's anything else, and I don't think so. So let's get into dumb and hot mom moments. A dumb mom moment isn't to make us feel dumb or inadequate, but to unite us in our dumbness. It's to celebrate that we don't know it all, but we know enough. A good friend told me that when I was first a mom, you know, a mere 13 weeks ago, but feels like a long time, but also a short time. Kind of weird. Time is weird. Anyway, my dumb mom moment of the week is really from a few weeks ago, but genuinely so dumb. I I had to share. And I feel so bad for my sweet daughter. Firstborns are really the guinea pigs. Like, I'm the firstborn, okay? I'm a firstborn daughter, just like Charlotte. And I used to think that my parents said, you're the guinea pig, because like they were, they were, they were guinea pigging like punishments and rules. But it's punishments, it's rules, and it's literally everything else. It is everything else. (sighs) So now I understand. I get it, mom and dad. You're trying your best. It is a wild, wild time when you're trying to figure out how to keep a human alive. And then I haven't experienced this yet, but I'm sure it's just as wild to figure out like rules and consequences. Anyway, sorry tangent. Where were, what were you talking about? Oh, dumb, dumb mom moment. Okay. So anyway, back to the dumb moment. Oh, poor baby. Okay. So I noticed for a few days that baby Sharshar had a puffy red face on her left side. And it would be like every time she woke up from a nap or woke up um, from sleeping, she just had puffy, puffy eye and it was a little swollen. It looked kind of rashy. And I was so confused. Like, is she allergic to, like, I don't know, the sheets? Is she sleeping on that side too long? So it's getting weird. So I just started Googling a bunch of things, started to panic, of course. Like, these things are serious. Like, we need to go to a pediatrician. Anyway, so I was panicking. But meanwhile, my little sister came over. Shout out, Emily. Hi, girl. Um, but anyway, my sister came over and she was trying on some clothes that I was getting rid of and she came in the nursery and immediately was like, um, there's a ton of hair in the bed. Like what is going on? Do you guys have a pet? And I was like, no. And I looked in the crib and I realized that Char was losing her baby hairs and then laying on them and it was irritating her poor baby skin. And I was like, how, how the frick did I miss this? This, like I had changed the sheets like the night before, because I was like, this keeps happening, whatever, but her hair keeps falling out. And she was just laying on her hair and it made her face all rashy. And so I changed the sheets again and just like 
combed out her hair and things and her mysterious rash went away. And now I have that fun experience to add to my arsenal for the next kid. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Charlotte. That should be a segment, honestly. Hashtag sorry, Charlotte. Anyway, okay, my hot mom moment. A hot mom moment can be anything that makes you feel good. Look cute. Hot mom moment. Get kids to bed at a reasonable hour. Hot mom moment. Spoiler alert. Basically, anything can be a hot mom moment because you're a hot mom. But for specifically for the segment, here's my hot mom moment. It's it's tender, okay? I just had to throw a tender one in there. But I just felt the deepest bursting warm, I don't know how to describe it, but the deepest love for my little Charizard this week. We just had this like moment where I had her in the crook of my arm. We were laying down and she was smiling at me and her big bright eyes were sparkling. Oh my gosh, girl has the prettiest eyes. It is nuts. Ah, ah. But anyway, okay. I was smiling at her and we were like bonded. And I just thought, whoa, wow, this is a little person and I am so excited to see who she will be. I'm so excited. She has the sweetest little personality already and I'm so excited to see who she's going to be and so excited to love her all of her life and I just love her so stinking much. Anyway, It's so crazy. It's so good, mamas. Like, honestly, the first eight to ten weeks, it's kind of like what I was saying before. Time is really crazy when you have your first baby. Probably other babies too, but again, I only have one. Um, Time is just insane. And it was really, really hard. Like, I do not do well without sleep and I do not do well with the crazy hormones that happen after birth that are really mean and beat up your brain, kind of what we talked about last time. But uh, anyway, it gets so good. I'm so, I'm just thriving in my mom era right now. So happy. In fact, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm recording this on Saturday. Mother's Day is Sunday. And then this comes out Monday, but I, I know what my husband got me for Mother's Day. Um, because I told him to get it for me, but it's like a little shirt that says in my mom era and I'm really excited to wear it anyway. Okay. I love my baby. She's amazing. Even when she never naps and I can't get anything done ever. <laughs> uh, love her. Okay. Now it's time for pop culture history. I'm so excited for this. Okay. We are sticking with the year 2008 and we're still going strong in May, 2008. And I'm adding a little mini segment in this segment that I hope you guys will like. Let me know what you think. Um, Anyway, we are going to review and rate magazine covers from back in the day. And I'm super excited because as horrible as most of the messages were to young girls back then, I, I, I loved a good trashy magazine. And I still do. I still do honestly. I I love how it feels in my hands. Um, I love the colors and the fashion. But when I was younger, I just, oh, there was just something about reading your fancy cousin's old Cosmo magazine that made you feel 
so grown up and so cute and so in. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I loved a good uh, magazine and I still do. So without further ado, Cosmopolitan, May 2008. Let's review this thing, shall we? Cool. Okay, let's get into it. I need you to come along with me on a journey of visualization because I know that this is a podcast and you can't see it, but I am going to put it on my Instagram. So go check it out there if, if you need to. So, okay, here we go. Let's dive in. It is a Barbie pink with yellow cosmopolitan letters. 10 out of 10. Love these colors. On the cover, we have Kristen Bell. Love her with the caption, sexiest smart A in Hollywood. Um, I can't say that full word or else my mom will be so sad at me. So smart A it is. Anyway, I think Kristen Bell looks adorable on this cover. 10 out of 10. Okay, next thing, you guys. Huh, the this cover. Besides Kristen Bell, this cover is insane, okay? All right, big letters. The sexy issue. Okay, big old letters, small print underneath it. Not for girls who blush easy. Oh my gosh. Okay, kind of corny. Six out of 10. Okay, next. In big old letters, 67 new sex tricks. Really? 67? They, they couldn't think of two more. Seems like a missed opportunity, but okay. A zero out of 10. Then there's a big stamp underneath that that says, Guy tested. Okay, <laughs> that is an interesting day of work. Love that for them, but unfortunately, that's a three out of 10 for me. Oh, the creme de la creme. My favorite headline from this issue. <laughs> okay, okay. When your boobs act weird. <laughs> oh, underneath that it says, what's normal and what's not. So funny while being informative. I love it. We love being informative about women's health. <laughs> Nine out of 10. That's just so weird. Such a weird headline. Uh, then a bunch of workout tips to make you skinnier because that was the era of body shame. Zero out of 10. So this magazine, maybe a five and a half out of 10. Probably not that high, actually. Maybe like a four out of 10 for May 2008 Cosmo. No hate on you, Kristen. We love you. But yeah, five out of 10. I probably would have died a million deaths if I saw that word sex <laughs> on the magazine. Uh, I was so shy about that stuff. As, as I think we all were, right? All were. Anyway, okay. You know what? Hold on. I have to say something. Props to us as a society for being way better now. I am so freaking proud of us. I am living for this body positivity era we are all in. Good for us. Love it. Okay. That was a journey. <laughs> Let me know if you like that. I don't know. I don't know how well that translates over podcast. Especially we started with like a raunchy one. So not raunchy, just, I mean, they were trying to, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, let's 
go on with pop culture history. Let's talk about movies for a second, okay? Can you guess the big movie that I'm about to talk about that kicked off all of the superhero movies? That's right. Iron Man 01 came out May 2008. And wowza, there, there are like 30 now. That was that was the beginning. And 30, unfortunately, is not an exaggeration. It's pretty dang close to 30. I think it's like 28 or or. 29. It's crazy. I I love a good superhero movie or or I did. I ah, listen, I'm I'm just in a weird place with Marvel movies right now. You know, I just I I really liked them at first. I loved them at first actually. Loved a good superhero movie. Also, I was in 8th grade when this movie came out and I remember seeing it in theaters. It was so cool. It was so cool. It was like the beginning of an era and I really did like them, but I just, I haven't watched one that I like hated, like hated strong hate, but I don't know. They just, they just keep, they just keep coming, you know, like, oh, I don't know. I'm in a weird place. Ask me later. Oh, okay. Next, we are going to talk about the Billboard Top 10. Mr. Lil Wayne was number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for Lollipop. And let's just say that song is so much worse than I thought it was. Holy crap. I am shuddering at the thought. I, you know, you gotta, you gotta give the man a tip of the hat though, because when you're in eighth grade, and you're as sheltered and crazy as as I was. You, I just thought it was about a lollipop, like candy, right? And tip of the hat to him, rapper with an R and rapper with a W, just just so interchangeable. Uh, anyway, moving right along here. Oh, this is a sad one. This is a sad one. Chris Brown and Rihanna were hanging out. She mentioned in People magazine that they were, quote, getting really close. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this makes me sick. Run away, girl. Run away. I wish, wish I could tell her. Poor girl. On a lighter note, we talked about Shia LaBeouf last week. Did, did you know that Rihanna and Shia LaBeouf dated this information i didn't i don't remember i don't know shook me to my core my mind is blown speaking of weird couples though shall we shall we take a little sidetrack and talk about weird celebrity couples i think we shall let's let's go for it so first you know ray ray and shia i don't know why it's so weird to me but it is weird Number two, Matthew Perry, a.k.a. Chandler, and Julia Roberts. Hey, get it. Get it, Matthew Perry. I guess when Julia Roberts, like, guest starred on Friends, they got to talking and went out on a few dates. Good for him, you know? Like, good for him. I Just because he's so, like, reg, re- regular? Is that is that mean? 
he's so regular now that he can hold that to his grave that he went on a few dates with Julia Roberts. As I am so sure that David Schwimmer, is that how you say it? Schwimmer? He is obsessed with Jennifer Aniston. Maybe not in real life, but in my mind he is. (laughs) And he will take that to his grave as well that he kissed Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, okay, moving on with our list. Justin Timberlake and Fergie. What the what? That is, that, that, it's just weird. Good for them though. Vanessa Hudgens and Josh Hutzerson, aka PETA from Hunger Games. Ryan Gosling and Sandra Bullock. Sandra is 16 years his senior. Get it, queen. Sandra Bullock is hot. I love her. Uh, Okay, next. Matthew McConaughey and Janet Jackson. Apparently, it was only a few dates, but like, that's a weird one. Next one. I feel like people knew this and know this, but I didn't. Sounds a little clueless, but Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis dated for nine years. 2002 to 2011. That is bonkers to me. That is bonkers to me. First of all, Macaulay Culkin, his name, his name is like gargling marbles, like Macaulay Culkin. Like it's, it's kind of a ridiculous name, but it's also an iconic name for that very reason. So get it. He actually just had his second baby with London Tipton. Isn't that so exciting? Brenda Song and he are married. They have two little kids. And apparently, Macaulay Culkin is a very hands-on dad. We love that. We love that. Okay, that wraps up our pop culture history. Let's get into now our last segment But at least, but at least is a celebration of where you are now while we make fun of and reminisce about where we were then. Got a good, got a good little story for you today. So when I was eight or nine, I had a purple CD player with big speakers. I'm pretty sure a lot of us had it. It was like the classic Walmart or even maybe Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack? Uh, anyway, it was like the classic model, but I would blast that sucker and sing and dance around my room. I would sing Hillary Duff songs or Kelly Clarkson. And some of my favorites were oh, so many favorites, but I think So Yesterday by Hillary Duff and Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson were some of the top blasted there in my little purple room. What a mood Miss Independent was and is. It's, it was like the anthem of my growing up. And and it still kind of is, honestly. I'm very independent. Except for when I want attention. So good luck to my husband forever to figure that out. Anyway, I got CDs for Christmas. It was, I think it was like maybe February-ish. So still cold outside. Still newish. Still listening to the CDs every day. And when I got them for Christmas, I was screaming, crying, throwing up all you, you know, you know, the little kid excited, 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 you know? Anyway, I also, I think for my birthday, so my birthday is in January. So we have Christmas and then in January, 
um, I got a Mattel secret password journal. Do you remember those? Do you know what those are? For those who don't, let me just say they were the height of technology. Okay. They were the height of technology back in like 2003. Basically you were a spy kid. If you had this journal, it, it had this little button and you would say a password and it would open up and then your journal would be inside kind of like a locked little case. But I had a blue one and I loved it. And I, anyway, so here we are purple boom box, blue Mattel secret password journal. Oh man, what a combo. So as, as I was singing along to Kelly Clarkson, you know, when you have the, the volume up loud enough you and Kelly Clarkson sound the same. You sound the same. And so I, I thought that I was so good. And, you know, one day I discovered my falsetto and I, I kid you not, I thought I was going to be the next child singer prodigy star. I thought I was the best singer ever. (laughs) But more, more than that, I thought like I was too good. Like I was too good for my age. So I had to keep it a secret because it would just be too weird to have an eight or nine or however old I was at the time sing as good as I could sing. So one night I stayed up late with a flashlight. I wrote in my secret password journal that I was the best singer in the world and that I had to keep it a secret. And that's why I wrote in my secret password journal. And when I was like 12 or 13, I would start coming out as the best singer in the world because for whatever reason in my little brain, nine was too young to be as good as I was. Like I had convinced that it was illegal to be as good as I was when I was nine years old. So I wrote this in my journal. And I changed my password to password, thought I was so clever, and went to sleep. And the next day, we were playing outside with all of our friends. And my brother, my brother is two years younger than me. His name is Sam. Hi, Sam. And (laughs) we had this big group of friends that ranged, I think Sam was the youngest. And then we had this, like... 13, 14 year old boy who was like our leader of the pack. And we would play outside. We'd play war games and just, you know, battles. And let's just say lots of windows did not survive the attacks. I am so sorry, mom. Oh my gosh. That's another thing. Like last week I shuddered because I made this poor boy have dental bills. And now I'm shuddering because we broke so many windows and windows are freaking expensive. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Anyway, that day, back to, back to the story here, that day will go down in history because out of nowhere, my little brother whips out my secret password journal and presses the button and says, password, exactly how I said it. And it opened for him. It opened for him. Okay. It barely opened for me. I would just, I would just like have to sit there and be like, password, password, password. Like I'd get so frustrated. I was like, 
like pressing the button as hard as I could, just trying to get it to freaking open for myself. But it opened for him on the first try. Oh, anyway, there were like six or seven kids at our house playing these war games and we're all bundled up in our snowsuits and he starts to read and he reads everything. And when I start to claw and punch him and I'm trying to get it back, I'm trying to get it back, he passes it to the leader of the pack, the 13 or 14 year old kid, which is kind of weird that he hung out with us. But anyway, and then he starts to read everything and he reads to everyone that I think I'm the best singer in the world and that I have to keep it a secret for a few years because I was too good. Guys horrific my secret nine-year-old thoughts read out to all my friends needless to say it it did not go over well i was teased relentlessly and now i know that i'm like maybe slightly below average at singing by the way i'm not like super egocentric about that (laughs) but anyway all of this to say mama you're super tired But at least your vain, personal, nine-year-old journal wasn't read aloud to all of your friends. There are good and hard parts of life, and every part of life has its peaks and its valleys. But you know what? This part of life is really good. It is really good. There we have it. Episode two is in the books. Thanks so much for listening and don't forget to rate and review and share this on your social media. If you're listening on Spotify, can you do me a favor and answer the question at the bottom of this episode? Um, I just want to see how this, how this new segment went, came across. Thanks a bajillion. Remember mama loves you. Remember to decide you're hot and have a great week. Bye. (laughs) 